Hi, welcome to Bookie, which unlock big ideas from world bestsellers in audio, text, and mind map. Please download Bookie at Apple Store or Google Play with more features, get your free mind snack now. Today we will unlock the book, The Demon Haunted World, Science as a Candle in the Dark, by Carl Sagan. There are many legends and unsolved mysteries in human society. Are there aliens in the world? Do people have souls after death? Is there life on Mars? The universe is vast and human knowledge is limited. In places out of science's reach, pseudoscience and superstition seep in to take advantage, creating a confusing and complex situation. In this fog of uncertainty, how can we distinguish the true from the false and avoid falling into the trap of pseudoscience and superstition? This book seeks to give us the answer. The author of this book is Carl Sagan, a famous American astronomer, popular science writer and science fiction author. Sagan was dedicated to scientific research and had a passion for popular science. He made great achievements in popularizing science and science fiction, such as the classic 1997 movie Contact, which is based on his novel of the same name. Sagan believed that pseudoscience and superstition have infiltrated all aspects of human life, and if people do not discriminate between the various claims, then the whole society will fall into gullibility, ignorance and darkness. Sagan believed that in a world darkened by the demons of pseudoscience and superstition, science is the candle that lights up the dark. He believed that science was not only a body of knowledge, but also a way of thinking. He spared no effort in spreading the spirit of science and scientific thinking to the public by opening a window for the general public to understand the scientific world. Isaac Asimov, the famous American science fiction writer, once stated that Sagan was the most successful person in all of history to popularize science. This book was written by Sagan in the last two years of his life and is a masterpiece of Sagan's science thinking. In the book, Sagan analyzes alien abductions and other pseudoscientific phenomena from various angles, revealing the danger of the allure of pseudoscience and teaching us how to look at things with skepticism and seek proof. The book also discusses the relationship between science and human society and explains the importance of promoting scientific literacy for the public with profound and thought-provoking content that guides society in the direction of progress. Next, we will discuss the contents of the book in three parts. Part 1 – The Reasons for the Emergence and Prevalence of Pseudoscience Part 2 – Science as a Candle to Light Up the Dark Part 3 – The Relationship Between Science and Society Part 1 – The Reasons for the Emergence and Prevalence of Pseudoscience A 1992 national opinion poll of 6,000 Americans revealed that 18% reported experiences of waking up paralyzed, sensing there were strange creatures in their room with them. Others, about 13%, reported that they inexplicably found themselves missing time, as if they stopped existing for a while, and 2% claimed they flew through the air just by themselves. The survey results concluded that statistically, 2% of Americans had been kidnapped by aliens at one time or another. But the poll never asked people if they were actually abducted. Among alien abduction stories, Barney and Betty Hill's encounter is one of the more well-known ones. On a late-night drive, in 1961 through the mountains of New Hampshire, the hills saw a strange light. The light became brighter and seemed to follow them, so they left the highway to take narrow mountain roads back home instead, fearing harm. The trip took two hours longer than expected, but they weren't otherwise harmed, or so it seemed at first. 
After that, Betty started reading books about UFOs and began to have frequent nightmares where she and Barney were taken aboard a spacecraft by aliens. About a week after the incident, both of them described having seen the same UFO, describing the aliens as little gray men with long noses on a pancake-like ship. Even years later, they were receiving psychiatric treatment and were referred to a hypnotherapist. Under hypnosis, Betty and Barney began to recall what happened in the extra two hours it had taken them to get home. They believed that they had been abducted by the aliens, where they had been immobilized and subjected to medical examinations. According to Betty's testimony, the alien ship captain had shown her a picture of interstellar space with the ship's roads, and Betty was able to draw the map from memory. Was this alien abduction incident real? Sagan met with the Hills and their hypnotherapist, who had rejected the idea that the Hills were outright lying. Nor had one made up a delusion and the other believed it. He proposed another possibility that the couple had experienced, a dream that they had shared together. A shared hallucination. In 1894, a census of hallucinations was published for the first time, and since then surveys have consistently shown that 10-25% of ordinary people have experienced at least one very real and vivid hallucination in their lives. It could be something they saw, heard, smelled, felt, but usually it is hearing or seeing someone when they are alone. Having hallucinations does not mean a person is suffering from mental disorders, it is a part of life. People may hallucinate in situations involving emotional stress, prolonged insomnia, headaches, or high fever. Certain drugs and psychological disorders may also cause hallucinations. There is a quite common condition called sleep paralysis, which is a sleep disorder that often occurs when a person is half asleep and half awake. During this time, the person's consciousness has been awakened, but the body is still asleep, resulting in the person being awake but unable to move. The Harvard Mental Health Letter in 1994 stated that sleep paralysis may last for several minutes, and is sometimes accompanied by vivid dreamlike hallucinations that give rise to stories about visitations from gods, spirits, and extraterrestrial creatures. Sagan and the Hills doctors concluded there was no concrete evidence that the Hills were abducted by aliens, after all, lots of their story sounded very similar to different movies and television shows that had recently debuted. Humans are susceptible to the influences of hallucinations, and in altered mental states such as being tired or nervous about the dark mountain roads, hallucinations are not impossible. Humans not only have hallucinations, our memories are also easily tempered. People's memories are often just a series of fragmented recollections. In order to facilitate understanding, people will weave an easy-to-remember story for themselves. Elizabeth Loftus, a psychologist at the University of Washington, stated that memories of an event more closely resemble a story undergoing constant revision than a packet of pristine information. Different natural phenomena show that human cognitive ability is limited and easy to mislead and manipulate. This limitation in cognitive ability has profoundly affected humans' understanding of UFO and alien abduction incidents. In addition to the limitations of human cognitive abilities, there is another reason for the emergence of pseudoscience, people lie. For various motives, true, but we all lie. Among the UFO and alien incidents, there was a global phenomenon from the 1970s to the 1990s where symmetrical and beautiful geometric patterns appear in fields. These patterns are formed by the flattening of crops, which are known as crop circles. Some people believed that the wheat field patterns were too exquisite and complicated to be man-made, and certain patterns would have been impossible through human effort, 
Therefore, they concluded, they are probably created by aliens. However, the truth is otherwise. In 1991, two British men, Doug Bauer and Dave Chorley, declared that they had been making crop circles for more than a decade, from 1978 to 1991, but were now going to stop. They had done it first, as a prank in response to UFO news coverage, but they were getting old and tired and wanted to confess, while people might still believe them. They had used wooden boards and ropes to carefully make intricate patterns in their wheat fields. At first, the patterns they made did not attract much attention. Just when they wanted to give up, people suddenly noticed them. The belief that these things were made by aliens spread and spread, gaining them international copycats, and the two men didn't want to stop. This is the truth of the famous crop circle phenomenon. People create hoaxes for various reasons, in this case humor, and the gullible are easily deceived. Now that we understand the reasons for pseudoscience, we need to know what makes pseudoscience popular. Pseudoscience, Sagan writes, is popular because it can meet people's emotional needs. Scientific knowledge is cold, and the scientific research process is often dry and boring. Sagan acknowledges this. For many people, the information provided by pseudoscience is much more interesting and provides them with easy entertainment. Moreover, pseudoscience can bring comfort to people. When faced with the impermanence of life, science cannot always bring hope to people. For example, people cannot come back from death. However, who doesn't want to see their loved ones again? Pseudoscientific beliefs pop up to comfort the grieving. It gives people belief that after a person's death, they can come back through other forms. These beliefs can bring hope and comfort to the soul. We've just talked through the first part of the bookie. In this part, we understand the reasons for the emergence and prevalence of pseudoscience. First, we've learned that human brains can be misled and manipulated. Then we learned that people create hoaxes for their own motives, and gullible people are easily deceived. Finally, we learned that pseudoscience is popular because it satisfies the emotional needs of people. After understanding the various phenomena of pseudoscience and the reasons for its popularity, how can we recognize pseudoscience? Next, we will explore the content of the second part. Today we are just sharing limited content. To unlock more key insights of world-class bestseller, please download our app. Just search for B-O-O-K-E-Y at Apple Store or Google Play. Get your free mind snack now. Dir hat dieser Podcast gefallen? Dann klicke jetzt auf Abonnieren und empfehle ihn weiter. Bleib immer auf dem Laufenden und folge uns bei Twitter, Instagram und Facebook. Mehr Podcasts findest du auf meinpodcast.de.